We're back. Yes, we are. I'm Ethan. I'm Logan. And we're going to talk Washington. Okay, so first article we're going to take a look at is actually in response to last episode. Um, so last episode we talked about the First Nations people and um, fishing in the... Well, it kind of all stemmed from talking about the dams and removing the lower Snake River dams. And we got to talk about fish and then we got to talk about Indians. So kind of a full circle. My sister actually sent me this article and it's a really good read. It's kind of a long read in all honesty, but it's got a lot of really good information. She basically was saying that um, the Native American fishing rights issue is more of a case of us keeping our word and upholding agreements that our ancestors made. Because it's not an issue of us feeling sorry that we took their land, but we need to uphold our integrity as a nation, or have integrity as a nation, in honoring those treaties. And that will give us credibility in the future with future treaties. Mm -hmm. I can agree with that part. But... (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know. We're going to have to revisit this in a future podcast. Yeah. I think there there is more to this than anyways. <laughs> I don't know I don't know what else to say. No. But I definitely can agree with the upholding of the treaty. I think it is important that we revisit this cuz I feel like we kind of only presented one side in the last podcast. But we had That's we something had a... I was thinking about actually. We, I I wish I was better at that. Is having the devil's advocate the other <laughs> That's side. That's why I'm here. <laughs> But it's like we agree so on so many things that it's hard. It's hard to um, see the other side. Obviously, yeah. there's two sides. Well, multiple sides to most things. Mm-hmm. And um, a lot of times, I can just push my opinion, which pff, you should listen to that because it's right. <laughs> I'm not normally very opinionated. Unless I've made an opinion on something. <laughs> like, generally, I'll listen to people and be like, well, that sounds about right. But if it's something that I've actually thought about, I won't tell you that I disagree with you, but I disagree with you. Because <laughs> <laughs> my opinion is mine. It doesn't need to well, be you're yours. you're entitled to your own opinion. Exactly. <laughs> but, but no, I think that is, that is true that we got to be careful about or we, we may only present one side, so if you have a different view, um, you can email us. I will include that in the show notes, and um, we probably won't get too mad at you. But if you don't get too mad at us, <laughs> you might just get blocked. <laughs> or Well, not blocked, deleted. Mm-hmm. We just may not read your email. Yeah. No. Anyways, I don't think any of our podcast listeners will have angry emails. You never know. <laughs> okay. Let's move on. Okay. Uh, impeachment? Oh, yes. This is my segment. And... That's what... Uh... Actually, more about the State of the Union address. I listened to... The majority of it and it was it's quite interesting I guess having removed myself from a lot of the news it's always interesting going back and listening to these things because 
Trump said a lot of things that I was like, well, that's going on. <laughs> and so I think as um, it, it kind of showed to me how uninvolved I was in actually seeing what kind of things are going on. Because he talked a lot about um, jobs and how unemployment is at the lowest it's ever been. Um, so yeah, I, I watched it also. Sorry. Okay. And I don't know. I don't know if it's normal or not, Yeah, you know, to be the way... Because obviously he's not going to promote anything bad. Yeah. And I don't disagree with most of the things that he promoted. I think they're all fairly decent. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't have any experience with, like, I never watched one of Obama's. Hmm. I think I watched one of his. But once again, it's all the good. Right. But even then, he, I mean, he did accomplish good things, I think. Who? Obama. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no. we can give him credit for things that he did. Yes, if yeah. you can think of one, which I can't off the top of my head. Not saying that he, I'm not trying to say like, well, he didn't do anything. Yeah. I'm just saying it was a while ago and I didn't really follow politics, so. No. Yeah, so you highlighted that um, the economy is doing very well. Unemployment is really low. Less people are on welfare. Um, he also talked about the North American Free Trade Agreement between the United States, Mexico, and Canada, which I think is interesting because um, it's 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 in I don't know it, how much we actually work with Mexico and Canada to import and export goods. Is something mm-hmm. that I I haven't looked into a whole bunch yeah we do a lot of trading there are closest neighbors Mm -hmm. and for the most part our closest allies Hmm. well our top hat is our closest ally I don't know about the bottom half we'll see apparently uh, Mexico has a new president and he's cracking down on a lot of the corruption Oh wow! which I don't know I've never heard anything about that in, like, the news media. Well, there's a lot of... They are all obsessed with Trump, though. I guess working... I've talked to some people that had grown up in Mexico, and now there's a lot of turmoil in certain places because of um, cartels and etc. But I don't know enough to even begin to talk about that right anyways that might be a subject for a A different time yeah but if that was the case um mexico doesn't like we say we want the wall dividing us between mexico it's not necessarily uh, mexican people that are coming in it could be from south america oh and they're coming through mexico mm-hmm. and mexico doesn't necessarily like that yeah. and they um are working on building a wall on down, the other end yeah down at the other end <laughs> so it's kind of like trump said mexico's gonna build a wall <laughs> and they're gonna pay for it <laughs> just not building the wall that we were thinking <laughs> yeah but anyways we should probably We'll have to come revisit that one. Yeah. Do you think that President Trump did avoid um, 
Speaker Pelosi's handshake at the beginning. I don't know. I didn't really see that. I didn't even see her ripping up the papers until oh, okay. somebody else showed it up. So I apparently wasn't paying much attention. Another podcast that I listened to, they were saying they were watching it and it looked more like it looked he like he just, just kind of missed, missed it. Yeah. So it's hard. It's hard to know if he like just missed it because he didn't shake Mike Pence's hand. No, he did. Oh, he did. I'm pretty sure he shook Mike Pence's hand. No, he took, I don't know, he took, like, that folder from him. Now I'm going to have to watch the video again. Yeah, maybe we should watch it. He also misses somebody's handshake down here. Oh, really? Or maybe that was somebody else. I don't know if it was the president. But somebody was trying to shake somebody's hand. Oh, he hands a copy to them. I mm-hmm. had it backwards in my head. Oh, he doesn't shake his hand. He doesn't shake Mike Pence. I didn't even yeah. see her try to shake no, his look, hand. Look, look again. Watch, right there. She goes. <laughs> I didn't even see that. I mean, that's hard to see. <laughs> yeah. It's just, there's already tension, so I just wonder... If there's already tension, I wonder if that just, like, elevated it. And then to the point where she continues to rip up her copy of the presidential speech. Well... Of the State of the Union speech. Uh, she also didn't introduce him like you would normally introduce the Oh, president. really? Because, uh... I don't know what they normally say. But when they introduce... She just said the president of the United States. Normally they're, like... She says something. The honorable or something. Yeah. She does some... Okay. Introduction. Yeah, the tension was very obvious. I think is what it comes down to. I just it's hard for me to watch Speaker Pelosi kind of act like a toddler and rip the. Normally, the Speaker of the House would introduce the President and say, "I have the high privilege and distinct honor of presenting to you the President of the United States." And instead, Pelosi said, the President of the United States. I know she didn't yeah, introduce him like normal. She's touching the mic. Members of Congress, the President of the United States. Hmm. Yeah. So she didn't, she just kind of cut out that whole part about yeah. having distinct honor and presenting the President of the United States. That would have been after he didn't shake her hand, though. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe if she, f- I don't, I don't think that say. would have affected it. I think they both had plans. She probably had that planned because people said that they saw her like tearing the papers in the video. You can see oh. her practice testing because she's old. Might not be able to rip the paper. I mean, who knows? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> or the paper could have been really thick stock. Also, <laughs> pre-rip. No, it's a good Pre-ripped use paper. of taxpayer money. Expensive paper. Yeah. Yeah. I would want nice paper if I could afford it, I guess. Well, you can't, though. You're in $22 trillion in debt. (laughs) You can't afford nice paper. (laughs) Gotta buy the cheap stuff. (laughs) Anyways. Okay. So, it's kind of... There's a lot of tension in the room. Mm -hmm. Trump's doing his thing. (laughs) It's all good, which... It is pretty good. Yeah. 
Uh Yeah. Well, think about it. I mean, like, as a general feeling, I don't know. I I feel in general, our economy is doing really well. People are not feeling like they're super broke or... Not in general. In everything, the economy is doing very well. Yeah, there's new houses being built in places that used to be problem areas, so... He also... Um, the president also had many special guests. It's interesting. So Trump honored the conservative radio show host Rush Limbaugh, which I can remember my dad listening to him, and because um, Rush Limbaugh announced that he has advanced lung cancer, so his advanced lung cancer, he's probably got like a couple months to live. Yeah, yeah, unfortunately. Um, but he he does his show does speak a lot to politics and help kind of shape yeah and people's opinion generally the presidential medal of freedom yeah the highest so the presidential medal of freedom is the highest um i'm not reading that it sounds like i am <laughs> it's the highest non-military award oh that you can get wow um that's pretty cool. And generally, it's given to whoever the president likes. Okay. Because a lot of people have them. Really? From mm-hmm. different presidents. Yeah. Like, Bush gave one to uh, Bill Cosby. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but You're then, pretty cool. Have an award for me. <laughs> there was an article saying that uh, along with Mother Teresa and some other person Mm -hmm. um rush limbaugh has one and they're like trying to put it down like oh wow he's destroyed the meaning of this award i think though my guess is i guess i don't i don't i haven't researched the meaning behind it but just from the name medal of freedom as united states citizens we have the freedom to speak publicly or to show love publicly like mother Teresa. i believe i would think that rush limbaugh honoring him with this medal of freedom is just it's is showing that you he has the freedom to do this and he is showing americans in general how one way that the freedom can our freedom as citizens can be used is that does that make sense yeah i guess i think i don't think trump ever probably listens to rush limbaugh i think it was all a political move but i think it was someone's idea to do that obviously hmm and honor Rush Limbaugh. And I don't think that's a bad thing. No. I mean, he's obviously devoted his life to politics. Yeah. He's never been a politician, but hmm. he has influenced a lot of people's lives in how they see politics. And a lot of people were writing, like, death threats and, like, he's a horrible person. <laughs> just because he disagrees with them, I, I just, I don't know. Hmm. Sometimes the other side is hard to get along with. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Sometimes I'm hard to get along with. Mm, I'm gonna keep my mouth shut on that one. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was really cool that President Trump honored Tony Rankins as um, as he is a he is a veteran who has um, suffered from PTSD and became addicted to drugs post. His serving our country, and um, he has since been trained in carpentry and painting through an organization called Our Investments. And I think that's really important to highlight that you know our veterans do f- 
face many things when they come back from serving our country. And I think it was pretty cool that that President Trump honored him. Yeah, I think um, Trump has done a lot of good for veterans. The reforming mm. of the VA and just all, well, mainly the VA. The VA yeah. was terrible. It still is not that great, but it's getting better. And those are the things that Trump just kind of does stuff in the background. And you don't really realize all the things that are happening. And most of it is for our good. And he's pretty good at um, drawing the attention away from all these things that he's doing. <laughs> yeah. And I think he's doing that on purpose. On purpose, yeah. Well, I mean, he's he is really good at at he's really good at his job, <laughs> basically. Yeah. And I think, like you said, he is honoring Rush Limbaugh was a more of a political move, but in the same fact. Rush Limbaugh's still alive. He's still able to receive that honor. And mm -hmm. if you watched it, it looked like he was not expecting that. I mean, it looked... Really? Legit. Were you, yeah. Did you just listen to it? I was just listening it? to it, yeah. Yeah, he... Like... Yeah. It looked like he was shocked. <laughs> Maybe he was shocked that he did it during the State of the Union. It is uncommon you... for the award to get... Or for the president to pass out awards during the State of the Union. Huh. One that stood out to me was the 103-year-old Air Force pilot. Uh, that guy could get around good for being 103. <laughs> I mean, he did not look... I mean, he looked old, but he didn't look like he was 103. That's awesome. Better than some of the Democratic... Uh, oh, no. <laughs> hey, some of the Republicans Democratic are the people same running way. for president. He was getting around pretty good. Uh, this is this is true. <laughs> this is very Wisdom true. Wisdom comes with age, but it also goes with age. <laughs> well, maybe not wisdom. Sanity goes with age. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> I don't know how to respond to that. <laughs> I'm just saying, maybe a little bit younger. <laughs> yeah. Some of these people have been in there for a long time. That does bring beg the question, what do you think is going to happen in the future with politics? Because all these people are getting pretty old. Well, there's probably old people that take their place. <laughs> Why not younger people? I don't necessarily like the idea of younger people. Like, there was that movement to um, get rid of the 35-year-old law for presidents. You have to be mm -hmm. 35 to be president. That doesn't seem like that great of an idea. Like... I know some people that are over 35 and should not be able to be president. I mean, obviously they would never win, but I don't see a problem with just keeping that as tradition. You have to be over 35. Hmm. Yeah. They were trying to lower it? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Well, you need some experience in life in order to... I mean, you have a whole country resting yeah, on Life experience is a lot. Mm-hmm. Or means a lot. Um... More than education, yes. in a lot of ways. Yeah, I mean, education is basically how to gain. They educate you on how to gain life experience. <laughs> well, that's what they're supposed to do. Right. <laughs> Even as a college graduate, I don't know. <laughs> I there maybe would be younger people, but I think like fifty is a good age. That's the same thing with Supreme Court justices. 
Yeah. They have a life term. Lifetime term. They were talking about uh, having legislation to maybe change up some of the Supreme Court rules hmm. so they don't have a lifetime, which may or may not be a good idea. Yeah. Put it to a term. Oh, okay. So it'd be similar to like electing. Well, it wouldn't be election. They'd still be appointed. Oh, appointed, but they're but only they would have a term. Eight years or yeah. something. So okay. we don't just have Supreme Court justices dying. Because that's, <laughs> that's the so only far, way. that's the way they've been getting out. Yeah. Or retiring. But, anyways, that's a tangent. <laughs> we digress. Back to the State of the Union. I do think it was cool that he did honor um, Rush Limbaugh. Yeah. Like I said, it's kind of whoever the president chooses. So it's not like he, him honoring Rush Limbaugh destroying the award. First of all, I don't think that's the case. And even if you did think that, um, there's a lot of people that have the Presidential Medal of Freedom. And I don't think Rush Limbaugh is anywhere near the worst of them. <laughs> especially considering Bill Cosby's in there. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Anyways. Uh... Boing. 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 So, I was over at someone's house the other day, and on the news we were talking about Boeing has a bunch of 737s sitting in the air, or at the airport in Moses Lake. Because Moses Lake has a big airport that they don't, well, it's a big runway. I shouldn't say airport. They don't have any commercial flights out of there it's more of just a training base but it's a very large airport so it's good for storing the boeing 737s hmm. that are grounded hmm. so why are they grounded uh they're grounded because there was two 737s that crashed within five months of each other oh. and it's mostly a software issue we didn't have any crashes in the u.s so these were planes... Who were these planes owned by? I wasn't prepared for your trick questions. <laughs> uh, they were foreign countries. Let's get that out of the way. One was Lion Air. So let me see if I got this right. Two planes crashed, but not on U.S. soil. They weren't on U.S. soil, and they weren't... Um, U.S. companies flying them. Operating them. Okay. From what I can gather, it was Lion Air JT-6110 was the plane that crashed. J- <laughs> one zero, <laughs> Not 110. It departed from Jakarta. You know where that is, don't you? And this it was is- headed to Socarero. <laughs> Anyways, that one had a equipment failure and it really wasn't supposed to be cleared to fly Hmm. is what i found in this article it was a paperwork failure that it did get to fly and they had a part that got replaced and the part was not correctly tested and so what this part was i don't know that this is the part that was replaced so what's the problem with these planes there's a sensor in the nose of the plane that controls the pitch of the 
horizontal stabilizers, which is the wings in the back. Okay. Once that sensor uh, senses a change, because it's all in the autopilot system. Once that sensor senses a 10 degree, like the plane is going up, 10 degrees up, which is risk of stall. Mm-hmm. It's going to automatically push the plane back down. So it's going to come down. And if that sensor was to fail and it's thinking it's up, it's just going to keep, the computer's just going to keep pushing it down into the ground. Oh. So it's not a flaw it's... of the plane's design. It's a flaw of like software issues. So the, so the, the software is telling the plane that it's... It's crashing. That it's crash. Well, it's getting, it's going to stall. It's going to go up and stall. So instead of right, so it's it's forcing the plane down, and the pilots have to switch off the autopilot system. But in the autopilot system, if it continues to think that you're going to stall, it will automatically turn back on. Oh, so you have so to land the, the pilot plane. has to know. A part of it is improper training of pilots. And the other part is improper design of the software. Because they had an issue with this in one of the U- in a U.S. flight, mm-hmm. but they had a pilot riding along that knew how to run the system, so he was able to turn it off. Oh, Otherwise, okay. there would have been a crash. Yeah. So there is definitely an issue with the system, but it's not like something that can't be fixed. Okay. Um, how many planes are grounded? I was trying to find that number. Well, maybe Boeing doesn't even want to say. It's a lot. It's So the ones that are in Moses Lake are planes that have been built and never even been delivered to the companies. They've been purchased, though? I'm assuming they're... Well, they may have not been paid for, but they've been pre-ordered. So oh, there's okay. probably some type of... Down payment yeah. or something. Sure. <laughs> However that works on that <laughs> large scale. But once they're flying again, they're obviously going to be... Because companies have still ordered them. They haven't had any orders in January. What makes the 737 so much better? It's just the new... It's just the new The new one. I don't know. Exactly. The first 737 flew in 1967. Wow. And so these are all just new models or newer Oh, okay. So this is just like the updated model. Yeah. The current generation. This one was started in... They started design in 2011, okay. and it entered service in 2017. So it's been around quite a while before the crashes. The There was another article talking about Boeing is fixing this problem, obviously, because there's okay. a lot of planes that are grounded. Yeah. And they're thinking they'll have it fixed by mid-2020. So what are they, what are they doing? The, they're like rewriting the software? Or? It doesn't really say what they're doing to fix it. Mostly the article that I was reading is more on the fact that it is really just putting Boeing in a really tough place because they are devoting a lot of energy to fixing this problem because it's costing them a lot of money. But they don't have any money coming in. To have them grounded. They still are selling other planes, but it's... What it's doing is it's taking their engineers away from the new designs. So they're going to fall behind as a company. Oh. And like Airbus is going to be able to step up and kind of push them out. Because Airbus is coming out with a new plane for like the mid-market. 
but like it's gonna be more of a medium but what I remembered what the saying from last month was introspection oh yeah <laughs> Uh, if you don't know what introspection is, you need to take a long, hard look at yourself. <laughs> uh, so maybe Boeing needs to be introspective <laughs> and kind of go through their whole systems and maybe rethink how they're doing business, bring a little more stuff in-house. Hmm. Yeah, because the software for this was... was I didn't find anything about oh, okay. that. That's what I've heard, but... I don't have anything specific to my mind. Well, if you've heard that, that mm, that's perfect. <laughs> I don't <laughs> news. It no. wouldn't surprise me if that was an issue also. Mm-hmm. So basically, though, this will affect Washington State because Boeing if, is based out of... Yeah, Boeing, well, they used to have their headquarters in Seattle. Yeah. But um, they still have a they still have the largest the, factories yeah. based in Seattle. So if they get if they don't recover from this and if people are unwilling to fly in the seven three seven, it's I mean, that's a lot of planes. I'm pretty sure people are gonna be willing to fly in a plane if it gets approved to fly. I mean most people don't know what plane they're flying in to begin with. Yeah. Is this a 737? <laughs> but if it has so much media or so much media coverage that everybody knows about it, it maybe This is a big won't fly. PR yeah, nightmare. public relations nightmare. Yeah. Um, I feel like this is going to be a case study in five years from now for you business could, majors. You could even see like them rebrand the plane as a different name. To get away from the 737. Nah. Um, or even come out with a new model that's exactly the same thing, basically, with the new updates. With the new softwares. Yeah. New software. That hmm. would be the rebranding. The, yeah. But yeah, if it did affect them, there'd be a lot of layoffs in Seattle. And I know it's a big American company. It's the biggest um, plane manufacturer in the U.S., and our competitor is Airbus, which is uh, German, I believe. It's European. I can mm-hmm. tell you that much. And nobody wants the Europeans to beat us. It's based out of the Netherlands. Hmm. So what would you do if you were running the Boeing company in this situation? Most likely get fired. <laughs> true <laughs> be like what the heck why is this guy running our company uh, I mean in my mind once it's fixed there's no problem so you're just going to have to convince people to be able to fly on it and I don't know what they're going to do to do that because some people are just a lot of people are afraid of flying in reality you're safer in a plane than you are in a car and it's just hard to convince people of that. So you're fighting that already. Mm-hmm. And there's other planes out there. It's going to be really difficult. I don't know what I don't know what you can do to offset that. But they're going to do something because those planes are expensive. And it would be, I mean, it's, first of all, it's an environmental problem because you have all this 
with like the manufacturing of a new product, mm-hmm. you want it to be used to get its value. I mean, essentially, if you don't use it, you've wasted all of those products. Yeah. I mean, you can recycle, but some of the stuff is not recyclable. Yes. I don't know. In my mind, it's an environmental issue, too. Yeah, because you've got all these plants that are just sitting you there. You used all that energy to make, make them. Make them. And then you're going to have you, to break them down. Yeah, if you can't fix that, it's a big waste. Well, and the good news is, is hopefully this is just a software issue. So once you fix the software and test it, it should be fixed. Or even if you have to replace the sensor. Well, yeah. I mean, can you fix it in the public's mind? Hmm. Yeah, it's more of a perception. Yeah, it's a perception problem, not a, like you said, it's a PR nightmare, (laughs) not a mechanical nightmare. Mm -hmm. Not like the plane physically does not fly. Yeah, it flies. (laughs) It's flown for the last year. Yeah. It's flown for a year before. Well, it's flown since probably 2012. Yeah. Because they started design and they built one and tested it and... But it boils down to the two crashes were sensor failure and training failure. They don't know what to do in the situation where the plane continues to yeah. descend on autopilot. They didn't know how to turn the autopilot off correctly, basically, is what it boils situation. down to. Yeah, that would be stressful. I yeah. can't really put any blame on them, but that is the job they signed up for. Yeah. Should we discuss the State of the Union, the Presidential Award of Freedom? Medal of Honor. Medal of Honor? And the Award of Freedom. Medal of Freedom. Medal of Freedom. I don't The know. Presidential Medal of Freedom. We learned nothing, clearly. We don't know what we talked about. Presidential Medal of Freedom. Okay. Um, and then Boeing planes are crashing, but it should no, be fixable. No, no. <laughs> You're not helping their PR nightmare. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Boeing planes are grounded still. Oh, okay. And they will be. So if you want to see a lot of planes, go to Moses Lake, break into the airport, and just walk around. (laughs) They've never... They've flown from Seattle to Moses Lake. (laughs) Very low mileage planes. (laughs) You can see the Craigslist ad now. Low mileage plane. Slight software issue. May crash. Just learn your... Learn your operational skills. Learn how to fly it. <laughs> Don't let the autopilot do it. <laughs> it. Maybe that's... That's the solution? No. What? It's the first um, attack of... <gasps> the cyborgs! Uh, what? Robots? No. What? Uh, the first attack of what? intelligence. Oh, the first attack of artificial intelligence? Yeah, but what? There's another word for it. Power? Artificial intelligence. AI. AI. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first attack of AI. Oh, no. They're coming for us. <laughs> I think I've been watching too many sci-fis. <laughs> oh, goodness. Well. Well. <laughs> that's that. Yep. I guess that's it. Oh, I had a thing. Have fun. No. It's been, oh, it's been real. It's been fun. It's been real fun. Has it? <laughs> That's where you cut it off right there. Has, Has it? it?